So I knew her, but we never once discussed this. We never talked about her having to flee her home with bullets flying over her head when she was just a little girl. Um, I mean, it's just insane. It's just crazy. Welcome to In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast with Abby Schneiderman and Jean Newman. I'm your host, Angela, and every week I'll be sitting down with Jean and Abby to cover issues related to organizing your life, home, and household. I know in a previous episode, we've spoken about like living through history and historical moments and, and how it affects you and all those things. And Abby, recently, you found out something about your own history that kind of changed your perspective on this kind of opened up your perspective in a different way. You were mentioning it to me and I said, wait, you're going to talk about this on the podcast. We got to hear well, about this. I know because we, we had just been, it was so weird because we had just been talking about moments and history and remembering and, and, and where were you during things like, you know, major, major events or, or wars, nine um, everybody knows where they were. And, and so I was, um, we were wet, we were with my family over my kids spring break and we just happened to be talking about, um, about our, our grandparents and my sister was there and she's been collecting all of the old family photos. And she's been looking through all of the, um, oral histories that some of my relatives had done. And she said, you know, I, I, I think I saw in one of the oral histories that our, all of our family is from Ukraine or what is now known to be Ukraine. Not just, um, not just this one side of the family, but actually both sides of the family. And we said, no, I don't think that's true. I think, um, I think that my grandmother is not from Ukraine. She said, well, so then she pulls out this book and I, I can show you because I, I don't know if I can show you on the screen here, but hold on one second, because this was, this was a crazy story. So I guess in 1985, I don't know if you can see this. In 1985, it says our family this, tree. Our family tree. Looks like this an is, old. Is that like? Would you say it's like a journal type diary like looking? Journal, book? Yeah, like a journal. But it it it. Here, look. I don't know if you can see this, but it says our family tree. Mm-hmm. This book is lovingly dedicated to my loving son Milton and family, and this record was compiled by Dina Schneiderman. That's my grandmother, and it was created on. March in March, 1985. Wow. It's kind of crazy. And so we started looking, um, actually it's really funny that I'm talking about this today because my 10 year old daughter, Winnie was asked to talk about this in her history class at school today. Cause it's such an incredible story that we just found out. So as we're, we're reading through the, the, and by the way, like the, the handwriting is like crazy. You can sort of barely read it. And in one of the pages, we found out the most incredible story, which was that my, first of all, all, like basically all four, I think all four of my grandparents and great grandparents, all my, all my sets of relatives um, in, are from Ukraine, are from Kiev or right outside of Kiev. And so she, my grandmother talks about having to flee and 
Do you want me to just read you the story? Yeah, let's what, hear the story. I, I want this is. Did I ever read it to you? I can't remember this, now. This, if I have this is this is like movie of the week type stuff. Okay, so well, while I'm through. while I'm looking for it, okay. So this is so this was on the page that says extraordinary events that we have survived and overcome. But she says, I remember an incident that happened when I was about three years old. By the way, I. I don't, I don't think I have any memories from when I was three years old. Um, Irv was an infant. By the way, I don't know who Irv is. There was a pogrom in... <laughs> I can't read the name of the city. Um, Ertonislav. And my mother and father ran across a field holding the baby. And my father carried me as bullets were flying over our heads. We finally reached a hospital where we hid for three days. When we came home, we found the house completely demolished. In April or May of 1917, when we were in Yokohama, Japan, waiting for passage to America, there was an earthquake. It didn't last long, but the children who slept in the upper bunks fell out. They were Irv, Harry, and Lou. At that time, we stayed at Hotel Mirai. There was no damage. Finally, our ship had arrived and we all boarded the, and the captain ordered everyone to come out on the deck to be examined. He noticed that Louis, then three years old, had marks on his face from measles. So he ordered us back to Yokohama on a small boat, we returned to the same hotel and had to wait for another ship. We for and they had to stay there for a month. We later learned that the ship that we had originally we were originally supposed to take had sunk. Like what? So you would not be here right now, or a different version of you would be here right now had they got on that ship. I, I mean, first of all, the fact that we didn't even realize where they were from is is crazy. And then to learn about this story, especially with what's going on in the world right now, and to know that you know we 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 too had relatives that were going through something um, something where they had to flee their homes, and it just brought it all home. It just made me it it just made me think that um, first of all, there's so little we there's how could we not have, how could I not have ever actually discussed this with my grandmother? I knew my grandmother. She died when I was probably around 15 years old. So I knew her, but we never once discussed this. We never talked about her having to flee her home with bullets flying over her head when she was just a little girl. Um, I mean, it's just insane. It's just crazy. And I, so it, it made, first of all, it made me so grateful that she had recorded this. If she had not recorded this, we would never have known. And luckily, you know, and then I guess, I guess the other piece of it is it's get, get your relatives to, to record this. You, we should be recording these things as we experience extraordinary events, but we also need to make sure we read the things that our families put, put in there because this has just been sitting in our house for decades and we've never actually read it or maybe it just didn't hit home until now. Did your dad know this? I mean, no. his he didn't know where his his mom was from. He 
I guess didn't, I don't, I mean, he, he knew, look, they, I mean, he was, my dad was born here. Yeah. He was born in, in Brooklyn. Um, I think he knew generally that she was from that area, but didn't realize, didn't really realize. Yeah. Cause a lot of and, people think Poland, they'll think Russia, they'll think like certain parts of Eastern Europe, but well, it was Russia. It, yeah, so at it that was, time it was considered Russia. Yeah. I think we didn't realize the way that the um, the boundaries are set today. It's actually considered um, yeah. right outside of Kiev, where she was from. That is so amazing, though that that yeah. As also maps get redrawn and places are that that becomes another issue because. But knowing this, you think like like okay, Abby, where is your mom from? Where your dad's from Brooklyn. Mom, I know where my mom's from. Your 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 dad's from Brooklyn. My mom's from my mom was born in Kansas City, Missouri. And then when she was, I think about five, they moved to Dallas, Texas. My mom has an incredible story from growing up. And then she did she did she also escape Texas <laughs> to go north? Eventually, <laughs> she, eventually she moved from Texas love, to Washington D.C., which, which is where she me. met my she met my dad. And that's the thing because I know like my dad, Philly, like that whole family was there, and then and someone and my mom was Ohio, was Cincinnati, and it's interesting how we know that. But then you figure maybe the generation before it was so much more complicated and it also might be stuff they really didn't want to talk about. I mean, that that's one of the other issues. If it was really traumatic, I think we've gotten to the point where people would love to share that now. They, they're, they're okay yeah. of talking about it. But a lot of times uh, you didn't talk about that stuff. You just kind of buried it. Oh, we got out. Bullets flew over my head. We almost died. The, the ship we were on almost sank. Where yeah, is- she might have thought it was too it was too scary to talk about to talk about with us then. But I as I started looking through this book, it made me realize that um so so in the um the different things that are that are in this book. So it's our family, then it's husband's genealogy, wife's genealogy, our children. I guess that's where you list out who your children are. Our grandchildren and descendants, our family tree where you get to um show the actual tree. Then there's husband's ancestral chart, husband's family, husband's parents' family, husband's grandparents on the father's side, husband's grandparents on the mother's side. But then it also gets into other things like citizenship records, weddings, religious activities, places of worship, our homes, where our ancestors have lived, schools and graduations, clubs and organizations. Sound familiar, Gene? Yes, it does. Um, Companies we have worked for or owned military service records, special friends, family pets. Wait, special friends. Special. That sounds very coded. <laughs> that sounds funny. Like, like oh, you know, it's our uncle's special friend, you know. Yeah, uh, family pets, family automobiles, favorite things. Favorite things, I love that. Collections and heirlooms, favorite family sports. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> but we all play like oh, yeah. softball on Saturdays. <laughs> Um, favorite family sports. Favorite family hobbies, family vacations, family reunions, family traditions, events to remember, and then oral family history, and then extraordinary events we have survived. Actually, so the extraordinary events that we have survived is like the last thing in this whole thing. Maybe that's why we never read it. Um, you were too busy and, using what your family sports were. For, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, we're a badminton that. family. We come from a long <laughs> line of badmintoners. That when you totally. when you look at those special events or the extraordinary events, like now, 
obviously, okay, let's say a couple years back, like if you were to send Ukraine, I'd be like, oh, you know, my neighborhood, little Ukraine has all these amazing restaurants and the churches. And, but now over the past, you know, month or so, and you know, if people are listening to this much later, it's, it's a little over a month into Russian's incursion into Ukraine. Like, how does that make you feel knowing like that that's actually like part of your, like there's, there's, there's some of your blood is still over there, probably in Ukraine. Someone who is related to you or some kind of distant relative has descended in that part of the world. And you could say, well, yeah, that's the entire world. But this right now, when you hear it, it does ring a little different, knowing that someone that you knew, a family member, uh, is had to escape a place that's now currently in to getting bombed. Right, the exact you know, same type of thing, people having to flee their homes with their children, with their pets, with their not knowing where, uh, I guess it's just, it, I mean, it gives me the chills just to think about that my own family had to go through this and I wouldn't actually be here today if they didn't go through it. So the journeys that it, it just, it just the journeys that we, that we go through and that our families have gone through and every family has gone through a journey. And so be, being able to identify um, what what those are is is really pretty amazing if you if you can. I was also thinking about you know the fact that these people are having to leave their homes, not knowing where they're going, what it's going to be like. And there's no comparison to what we're talking about with having to leave because of a tornado or because of a flood. Or there's no comparison. Power outage. I mean, that, that these are these are very different scenarios. Nobody should ever have to think about what would happen if I had to leave my home because my country was at war. And so that's just a whole other. I, I think that the um, the piece about that you know learning about my grandparents and my grandmother and what what they struggled with is just it's just really hits home for me the point that these stories are so important to preserve. This podcast is brought to you by Everplans, the app designed to guide you through securely storing and sharing your most important information. We're pretty much everywhere you are, so be sure to follow us. We're at Everplans on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. See you next week.